Greetings to the friends and enemies of Aaron Clary and listeners to the Clary Podcast. Yes, this is the Clary Podcast. You are in the right place. But you're saying, wait, who's this idiot? This doesn't sound like Aaron Clary because, well, Aaron Clary sounds like an asshole and this guy sounds like a very sophisticated gentleman who's drinking a martini at 9.13 a.m. on Monday morning because he doesn't have a cubicle job. You are correct. I am... Well, all right, not so much sophisticated and definitely not a gentleman. You can ask your sister. But it is 9.13 a.m. in the morning on a Monday, and I do have a diminishing martini made with Plymouth gin in my hand. And I am guest subbing here on the Clary Podcast for Mr. Clary, who is, I don't know, driving across the country on his motorcycle, getting drunk, hanging out with his G. I don't know what the hell he's doing. I don't care what he's doing. I have his podcast. However, he did not leave me here all alone. I have some adult supervision with me. By adult, I mean non-adult supervision. Mr. Adam Piggott is here. Adam, are you alive? Are you awake? Are you sober? It's uh, 5.13 in the afternoon in Holland, oh, uh, the Netherlands, Amsterdam. I, I look out my window and I see hordes of young blonde women riding oh. past on bicycles with knee-high socks, carrying hockey sticks over their shoulder. The whiz of their bicycles going past me is like a furious, furious arousal mechanism, which means my shaking hand grasps this beer. I only have a beer, I don't have a martini, thanks a lot. Um, though I do have some gin downstairs. I got the, I got, but it's, it's Bombay Sapphire, which is not really good for martinis because it's a little bit too flavored. Uh, Pl- Plymouth is a good gin though, I've got to say. Um, so it's, it's real, it's reasonable for me to be drinking at this time. Uh, and you're a raving alcoholic. That's the only thing I can say to you. Great one. It's lovely to be here. It's lovely that, uh, it's lovely that Aaron invited, invited both of us back to do this again after what we did to him last time. That's what I was thinking. We, um, yeah, I, um, he must've, I, cause I never heard anything back. I never got any feedback. I was, did you get any feedback oh, from no. Aaron the last time? No, we... Aaron, Cl- Clary doesn't do feedback. He's, you know, he's too busy yelling at the internet to actually give people feedback. I wonder if he actually even listened to it. Mm. Did you? I didn't ask him. I didn't ask him either. It's not something that you bring up, is it? No, no, right. It's not like <laughs> when you're banging a girl, you don't really say, so how was it? Because you know how it was. Yeah. I mean, you know how exactly. it was for you. And what does it matter exactly. about her? So it's the same well, thing. Well, no, no, but, but more to the point, as soon as you ask the girl how was it, that's the point where it's shit. If you have to ask how was it, then it's obviously fucking shit, and you're desperate You're desperate for the girl to say, oh, that, it was, that was really good, darling. It was uh, the best 13 and a half seconds of my entire <laughs> life, you know. Okay, that, uh, that's a valid point. And so, and so maybe the fact that I'm even... That I'm even that you care requesting feedback right, right. i mean who like, cares you know like if this was clint eastwood doing the podcast he wouldn't care no he would not give a flying shit you're correct the funds wouldn't care no hey donald trump wouldn't care no not a bit of it sorry president president donald trump god i still just every time so, I, I say that i smile president donald trump and just i get I get so many lefties on my Facebook feed who are un-American, by the way. There is, most of them are Australian. So what do they care about what exactly. the President of the United States is exactly. doing? But constantly, constantly posting articles about how dumb Trump is. And every time they do it, I just write my standard response, at least Hillary Clinton's not president. 
at least we can wake up tomorrow and Hillary Clinton's not president. At least we can wake up tomorrow and Hillary Clinton will never be president. I don't know. Have if you I... read her book? Oh God, no. It's sort of tempting huh. because I'm sure there'd be a lot of stuff there to make fun of, but my life is also finite, and I'm not sure if it's worth it. Mm-hmm. I think there's, I think there's going to be lots of copies available, from what I've heard on the grapevine. Mm. Lots of copies. Used yeah, bookstores, yeah, yeah. Amazon.com, used copy, one cent plus shipping. Eight books. We lots on eight books. Um, it'll probably break the eight book bank. Um, so we've got a list of topics to get straight into. The first thing is that you've been out of action for a couple of weeks because you've actually been working for a living. Yeah, sorry sucks. about that. I, thanks. Uh, uh, what what sucked about it? Was it sucked that you actually had to, you know, do effort, or that you had to be around other people and do effort? Oh, definitely the other people and effort. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It yeah. was just. It was a lot of. It was interesting because I did two really big major gigs and one of them was with was working for a client who should know what they're doing because they've all done this before and they really didn't know what they were doing. And the other one was working mm-hmm. for a client who should know what they were doing and they really didn't know what they're doing. And it's just very frustrating when you try to tell people, you know, if you do it this way, it'll work and they tell you no and then so you do it their way and it doesn't work and then you have to do it again your way and all that sort of And then just looking at the same idiots. I bitch about it plenty over on my podcast, so I don't want to go into it too much. But it wasn't terrible. There's great stories from the hotel. And we stayed at this hotel. It was a disaster. And yada, yada, yada. So it it really wasn't that bad. I just like to bitch about it because it gets it out of my system. Were there any hot chicks? Mm. Yes. If I think... Hot Hot enough... Hot enough to make hot chick of the week? Oh, oh. So this this podcast will actually come out because I think Clary's publishing this tomorrow, which will be Tuesday. Then my podcast on Wednesday, I will tell the story of the lovely and adorable Jordan with whom I want to make children. And of course, you know, she doesn't care about me and that's fine. I'm used to that. But yes, there were hot chicks. Oh my God, were there hot chicks. There were some... Well, why doesn't she... Do you need some game help? Do you want me to give you some game help here? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. With Jordan. Hey, I'm, I am. Come on, tell me. Unload. Unload. Go I am, on, tell me. I am never too proud to ask for game help because I have never claimed so, to be a player. No, nah, I mean, so, it's just, she lives in another town and yada, 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 and we blah, 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 and she is hot. And it's, you know, it's the normal thing. Cause it, so, oh, God, let me give you the short version. So we're talking. Just, and, just before you start. Yeah. Just don't get emotional, okay? Uh, you, I can't cry. I, I haven't got enough Kleenex here. Oh, shit. Wait, this is the Clary podcast. I thought it was all about crying. Uh-huh. Have you ever listened well, to Aaron? It's I... just him crying about how fucking tough his life is. What did I tell you about thinking? <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. Anyway, where, where was Jordan? Uh, short version. Short version. Short version. She's really hot, and she lives in another no, wait, town. Wait, wait. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Stop. So what is she? Is she is she an eight? Is she a nine? Is she well? Is she an eight? Is she a nine? Well, I mean, honestly, I'd, I'd say I'd say trying to be subjective. I'd say she's maybe she's probably eight ish, but it's one of those okay. things where so eight on a good day. Yeah, I'd say she's eight on a bad day, on an average day. But it's one of those things. Okay. It's not so much that she's so amazingly supermodel beautiful. 
it's that mm-hmm. thing like when you meet a chick and there's this thing that happens on like the neurological, biological level that you can't really explain. You know, women call it love at first sight. I just call it lust. But the point is, it's like you see someone and they may not be the most beautiful person in the world, but there's just this sexual magnetism about them that you just want to fucking bang them until you pass out from exhaustion. That's So what you're saying is she gets your gym gens rolling. That's that's a little bit of a more technical term than I would use. That sounds really scientific. But yes, my gym jams rolled when I saw her. Okay. So anyhow, okay. she lives. She's in, not a. She's not a. Red, she's not a redhead, is she? No, no, not a redhead. She's actually a brunette. Okay. Which, all right. Every, and, every chick and, I've ever dated in my life has been a blonde for whatever weird reason. My, one day I want to bang a brunette. I don't know. It'd be nice. There's not much difference. Uh, so well, I um, need to find out. Is well, fair enough. Um, is uh, do you come into contact with her during your work, or do you only gaze at her from afar? Oh well, I've only seen her twice in my life because she's in this other town where we were doing a gig. Ah, so how do you know her? She's you're not working with her. I, you, 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 you start. Well, she was bartending, and we started chatting. Ah, oh, she's a bartender. Okay. Yes. Now, while, while she was bartending. While she was bartending, yes. And so she was cruising uh, for tips. Again, I tell the entire long yeah. story in my podcast. But the point is, yeah. we got to the point where she says, oh, I go to Fort Collins sometimes to go hiking. So then we went into talking about the hiking spots and all this other stuff. And then I said, well, you know, next time you come to Fort Collins to go hiking, you could look me up. And anyhow, so I gave her my number and my contact, and I did not take her number and contact because I'm not going to chase her around because she lives way the fuck over there. Anyhow, I'm not expecting yeah. that I'm ever going to hear from her. That the point is, the whole point is that I saw her and just was instantly neurologically driven to make children with her for whatever right. fucking reason. Well, at, least, at least practice making children. Or at least practice, yeah, exactly. Okay. I mean, she is so working is on a worthless hope. degree, she, so. Okay, she could. Did, did you tell her that her degree's worthless? No. I was. Uh-huh. I that's was. What you, that's what you should have done. You should have shot down a degree. Probably. I can't disagree no. with that. You should have shot a degree down. <sighs> that's a big mistake. Yeah, no, yours, there's a... Girls, girls bartending. Girls bartending is very tricky, too, because yes. they are cruising for tips, like waitresses, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a tricky one. It H- is. Having, having owned bars myself, having worked in bars for many, many years, and seen many, many, many customers trying to get with the hot bartenders, yes. and I'd say it's a strikeout rate. I'd say it's the highest strikeout rate there could possibly be. I think you're I think. right. I think you're it's absolutely... It's like 99.9 to infinity. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the, the bar chicks will sleep with the ugliest bartenders of all time. It's it's weird. Right. It's weird. Right. Hey, and maybe we can use this to segue into the uh, email that Let's do I it. sent you. So I got an email from a fan. Believe it or not, I have fans. Um, I know it's um, it's weird. Now, I'm going to give you a bit of a background on this one. Great one. Yes. I didn't tell you before I sent you the email. So he emailed me earlier this year 
um, requesting info about doing going to the Australian ski season and working the Australian ski season and, and did I think that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. And I told him it was a bad idea for two reasons. One, because uh, normally the snow quality is exceptionally bad in Australia. Mm. And two, it's, it's the most expensive skiing in the world. Like a, a day pass goes for about $100 to get up on the uh, ski slope. So the worst snow in the world, the lowest mountains in the world, and the most expensive uh, skiing in the world. And uh, don't even talk about how much it costs to eat a sandwich up there or get a beer or, oh, my God, sleep over the night or something like that. So I talked him out of that, and then Australia had the biggest – snowfall season of all time this week <laughs> oh wait, wait wait was that because of global warming yeah oh yes uh, as i like to call it the global warmings okay um so so after my terrible advice he wrote back to me again um <laughs> i can help um anyway so uh and his name's chad so that's really American name, isn't it? Chad. Very American. I don't think, because I've, I've never met anyone in the rest of the world who's called Chad. Like, you're not going to meet a Japanese guy called Chad. No, you're not. This is not going to happen. No. No. You're not going to meet an Australian called Chad. No. Anyway. Um, so here's the, uh, I'll read out the email. After I graduate um, from college, I'm taking a 60-day vacation. How would you do it? I haven't been anywhere, and I decided to ditch the Australian idea after your last reply. And by the way, he was very generous there because obviously my last reply was shit. Or right. maybe he doesn't know how, how good the snow was this year. I think they had like 20 million metres or something. Anyway, he's got three points. Uh, so maybe our listeners can keep these points in mind as well when we try to help Chad. So point number one, I'm trying to live like a king for cheap. So in brackets, he's got Bangkok with a question mark. Point number two, he's going to be travelling from May the 24th to July 24th. So maybe we're thinking weather here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And point number three, I'm 22 and like girls, which is... Which is um, excellent. Uh, excellent. Encouraging. Uh, it's a relief to hear that, you know, yes. these days. I think, I think Chad, you're, you're, you're one of the few left, I think, who like girls. Even, even, even girls don't like girls anymore. Oh, no. Um... No, 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 no. Any suggestions? Any suggestions at all would be great. Brief googling provided me. We'll let him off to use Google. Uh, okay. Brief googling provided me with Bulgaria and Tenerife, but I'd rather hear from an experienced traveller who knows where the deals are. Now, here's the problem. I'm not an experienced traveller. <laughs> That's the problem. I'm not an experienced traveller anymore. I used to be, <sighs> but that was that was. That was 15, 20 years ago. Well, but things never you know? change, do they? Oh, things change. <laughs> like, 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 like Thailand 20, 25 years ago mm-hmm. was, was a fantastic place to go. Now it's completely ruined, uh, completely ruined. Um, and I only know that because, because of what people are telling me. Um, right. Also, the thing is that when I traveled, I, was, I had a job. I was working as a whitewater rafting instructor. So, if you, I mean, I'd rock up somewhere and I'm instant god, right. literally, mm-hmm. uh, like like the bartender, but times a hundred. It was kind of a rap, what would a rafting guy was god was kind of between bartender and rock star. Yeah, kind of in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and and so 
I could rock up in a place and I could be getting laid that night if there was like a backpackers there or something because I'm the whitewater rafting instructor. Whereas Chad or anyone else could go and be a backpacker staying in a backpacker and he's a backpacker staying in the backpacker hostel. He's just, there's nothing special about that. Exactly. So, so I mean, he's obviously, I'm 22 and like girls and in brackets, that means I'd want to get laid. Um, so I've, I got this email about two weeks ago, I think, or 10 days ago, and I, I've been really struggling with it because I don't know where to tell Chad to go. Right. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, know what, I don't know what to say. Do you have any ideas? No, I... Once again, I am certainly not a world traveler. Boy, I, I mean, oh, I have ideas. I can give advice, but none of it's based on anything practical or useful, and I would just be leading him down the fucking toilet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, um, maybe as payment for us doing his um, podcast, mm. Aaron Clary oh. could do this as a video request. For Chad. And for like, Chad and and fill Chad in on places to go where he could live like a king yeah. for cheap. Well, we could live like a king for cheap. Uh, the dates are May twenty fourth to July twenty fourth, and I'm twenty two and I like girls. Yeah. Maybe we could make it. Maybe we could handle this to Aaron. Yeah. Now, of course, though, the thing with Aaron though is with the girls part, he has had the GF for how many years? So he's a little out of touch on the girls. Now, too bad. You know. Now maybe. Maybe for the girl part, maybe you should do some research over on Roosh's website. Because Roosh has traveled the world and banged girls all over the place. I know, I know. I, I, I thought about Roosh. I thought about, I thought about, I thought about Matt Forney. Um, I thought about some other guys. Um, but the thing about Arsehole Consultancy, which we're going to have to plug when we do the ads. Uh, do we have to seconds. plug that guy? Yeah, we do. The thing, though, about Aaron's asshole consultancy is that he'll find out for you. Oh, good point. Outsourcing, like the corporations. I mean, do. like he's that's well, that's 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 the whole point of his stuff. I mean, right, he right. he doesn't he doesn't know everything immediately, but he'll find he out the information out. for you or point okay. you onto someone who can or blah blah blah. That's the whole. That's why. That's why his asshole consultancy business supposedly works. Right? This could be a test. That's why he gets the we big could, bucks. Yeah. That's why he gets the big butt. That's why he's paid off his mortgage at the age mm. of 87. He has. A lucky bastard. Yes. Lucky. Have you ever met the G the GF of uh, Aaron Clary? I have actually met the GF. She, oh, really? So Yes, the, she stayed here when exists. he was staying here. The, G the GF does exist. I can tell you. Did she complain about the soap? She did not complain about the soap because she's a civilized lady and she's obviously far too good for Clary because she didn't whine about anything while she was here. So was she on the back of the motorbike the whole time or did she have her own motorbike? No, no. She actually flew into Denver and rented a spiffy little sports car. It was kind of badass. I don't know exactly oh, what really? it was, but it was very nice. But yes, yeah, so the GF, mm -hmm. I have met her. She does exist. She is not a cardboard cutout. She's not an imaginary playmate. She's not a blow-up doll. She's not a stuffed animal. She is a real, actual person. She even gave me a hug when they were leaving, so I can verify she's not a hologram or anything like that. <laughs> now, some people could say, well, great one. Could she have been an actor that Aaron hired to play the GF? 
Okay, knowing that we do this podcast knowing, right. and then talk about this. Exactly. Okay, look, that is a yeah. possibility. I'll grant you it's a possibility yeah. she was an actor. But I don't yeah. think it's probable because the GF and I would go off together and she would tell me a story and then we'd come back and Clary would start to tell me the same story. I've already heard that. So she knew a lot about him. And second of all, they did sleep together on the couch, and I don't know that Aaron could pay any woman enough money to sleep next to him. So I'm thinking this really was the GF. You made two people sleep on the couch? Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have slept in How the backyard. They... I don't care. How wide is the couch? I've never measured. Well, it flops down into like a oh, bed thing. It's a, it's a, oh, it's like a... It's, it's a like futon a thingy. I, I say couch. It's oh, actually a futon right. thingy. It flips down. Okay. I know. Okay. He, I know. You know. I didn't make them suffer yeah. too much. I, I can't hold back on this anymore. I mean, you know, yes, okay. Clary had to endure not having Irish spring soap. I'm sorry. You know, next, did she? If he, did she smell of Irish spring? I mean, I, you know, honestly, I did not deliberately you, uh, sniff her. And what did you mean by you went off by yourself with Clary's girlfriend? What, well, what does that mean? that's that's better left for another time. <laughs> you know, well, it's like Aaron. Aaron's Aaron, a very Aaron trusted passed, man. <laughs> Aaron's passed out on the couch after a scotch and a half. Rumple mints. Rumple mints. Uh, no. Rumple mints. Is that Rumpel is mints. that what she smelled of? No, that's what Clary no. smells of because that's what he drinks. Um. Right. No, I mean, Clary's, um, a, Clary's a very trusting guy. He does have a gun. So he can be trusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a gun. I've never had a gun. Really? Like, people have... Well, I've never lived in places... The only place I've lived where I could have a gun would be Uganda. And and you never wanted a gun in Uganda. You, 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 you never wanted to have to shoot them. You just wanted to have to scare them all the time. But you never wanted mm. a gun. Okay. Um... Like people have said to me, why don't I move to the US of A? And I say, well, because Aaron Clary and the Great One live there, so that's I'm not a, move two there. good reasons. Yeah, yeah, two good reasons. But but I tell you what, if I did move to the United States, one of the one of the factors that would propel me uh, to cross the Atlantic would be that I could own my very first gun. Right on. Do you own a Do you own a gun? Uh, absolutely not. I lost all of my guns in a boating accident. For all what? federal agents <laughs> listening to this podcast, the great one does not own any firearms. No, no. If you did own, I am if you did so own a gun, opposed to firearms. What, what would you have? <laughs> oh man, no. I mean. Because there's there's like those semi-automatic rifles and there's there's shotguns and there's handguns and oh they're just yeah there's so many and they're terrible they're all they're truly evil, absolutely no guns whatsoever in the possession of the great one and if he did own guns they would absolutely be legally purchased absolutely, <laughs> no guns no no I've never owned a gun in my life Adam I think they're terrible, terrible. Okay. Let's keep let, let's 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 keep her moving, eh? <laughs> let's keep her moving. <laughs> keep her moving. Keep her moving. Okay, dear guy. Keep her moving. What, uh, what were we talking uh, about? Were we talking? Oh, Chad. Somehow yes. from Chad we got to guns. I don't know how that happened. Yes. 
Take take that as you will, Chad. Um, so we can put that we can put that to us. Well, I think Chad wants to fire a load because he is twenty two and he likes girls because he's normal. I, I, isn't a twenty two a gun? It is. Yeah. There we go. He's got a twenty two in more ways than one. I've never. He's twenty two and he's got a twenty two and he likes them girls. <sighs> maybe uh, maybe to help Aaron along with this in the future for Arsenal Consulting, the viewers could uh, write down in the comments places that they would recommend to Chad to go. Hey, good call. What? Whoa, was that your cat my, destroying something? That, yes, that was my cat destroying something. <laughs> oh, I love it. Little fucking bastard. Meow. I'm going to trade you into the Chinese for medical experiments. <laughs> um... Anyway, maybe viewers can write some comments down for Chad. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you've got the dates, tw mid-May to mid-July. Uh, I think cheap, and he likes girls. So I'm thinking Disney World. Hmm. No, I don't know. Two months at Disney World. Would that, would that work? That sounds terrible. I think, I think the one thing that I'd say to Chad is... is is what I was talking about before. You need to not go just on a holiday. You, you want to have an in. Mm -hmm. like you need to be the bartender or you need to be the, the diving instructor or you yeah. need to be you know, the, 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 the hula hoop gay guy. I don't know. You've got to be something. Right, no, that's and you've a got to have point. an in. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. The, do you know, has Chad told you, does he have any particular skills like that? I mean, is there something he can do? Well, he asked me about the the ski season in Australia, so I assume he knows how to ski and board. Mm. I mean, so that maybe we could look at South America, like Argentina. The ski season there is mm. pretty cool, and Argentinian Argentinian chicks. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, really? Argentinian Argent. Oh, oh, dude, Argentinian chicks are hot. Oh. Crazy hot, with an emphasis on the craziest girl. You know the hot right. crazy matrix. Oh, I yeah. think it was invented. I think that was invented in Argentina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's perfect for like a brief sojourn Got of it. sexual activity. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of a brief sojourn uh, of sexual activity, transgender athletes. Uh, so I sent uh, the great one a link because the great one on his uh, linkage or whenever he posts a, uh, a, a podcast or whatever he does, he always posts a photo of a volleyball chick uh lately he's been diverging into redheads which is a very unfortunate development um but i said um i sent the grade one a email of the first transgender volleyball player uh, and i wanted to know um if he's going to post the first transgender up as a hot volleyball chick no well, that was a surprise. Are you shocked? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll admit, I, did, I didn't delve too deep into the link, but I will do so because I'm interested in seeing how, what's the word, how, how good this tranny is at pretending to be a woman. He looks like a football player with a wig. Okay, then not very good. No, it's, not very good at all. I mean... Yeah, there, there's a lot of them out there that are really, really obvious. I, I don't know if you have yeah. this. Oh, well, no, it's on the internet. It's everywhere. 
But you know the website OKCupid, okay which I talk about every now and then because I go on there. I've noticed in the I last... Think, I think I know about it because you talk about right. it. Right. In the last, I don't know, year, year and a half, the number of trannies has skyrocketed. And I'm only looking at people here in like the Fort Collins area. I'm not looking across the United States, which is even more bizarre. And it is more and more, it is a game of, I go on there specifically to play Spot the Tranny. I just look at the profiles, I click on the pictures, I start going through it, and I go, okay, tranny or not. And then I go read the profile to find out if I'm right. I'm pretty good. I've missed, I'm not going to lie. There's two of them I missed. There's two of them that fooled me. But this is photographs, not in real life. How'd you find out? Did you go on a date? No, no. Oh, God, no. No, I'm just saying, you just read the profile, because sometimes in the profile, they're, they're very upfront about it. It's right at the top, and that's the funny part. And other times, it's like, okay, you're reading and reading and reading and reading and reading, and way down in the bottom, it's buried. Oh, by the way, I'm a male-to-female post-op or what the fuck ever. That, you know, I even know what half this shit means. I'm just like, okay, that explains why I kept looking at your jawline and thinking, that is not a woman. <laughs> I, 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 I refuse to call them, I only said transgender because that was the article, but a transsexual is the, uh, is the, uh, the proper term. I always is like it? Andrew Dice Clay's version, which was trans-testicle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just like mentally ill. Well, 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 but now it's like, it's now it's, uh, it's a fashion statement. It's literally like wearing skinny jeans. Oh yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And these people are so fucking stupid and so unaware of consequences of actions that they'll happily take hormone replacement therapy as a fad. Mm-hmm. Thinking that, and, and you know, and, and, well, not even thinking at all, but no. obviously down the track, oh, okay, I'll reverse this now. <laughs> hey, uh, you know that post-op stuff we were talking about there, mm-hmm. son? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, the, the, whole, the whole transsexual or trans-testicle athletes one, though, is that just a case of, uh, of a man who obviously can't compete with other men or can't be bothered competing with other men mm-hmm. and just wants to have just wants to be a big fish in a small pond as such and go across and, and play with girls so he can win all the time? I think that's a huge part of it. I know there's that other, and I, I don't know names or anything, but there's some... What do you call it? The MMA or the martial arts, like the boxing martial arts thing. There's some tranny in that who's a guy but pretending to be a girl and is just like beating Mm. the living snot out of every girl in the competition. And it's just like, well, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And, you know, of course, the women are all whining about it. And it's like, well, no, you you all started this tranny thing and there's no gender and everything else. And now this man shows up wearing a bra and punches you in the face and wins and you want to complain about it. Well, welcome to the consequences of your actions, honey. Welcome to the consequences of your actions. Uh, we've got the Australian Football League, which is the AFL. They launched the Australian AF, the AFL Women's League, which I mocked mm-hmm. mercilessly. Oh, I remember that. Earlier this year. And they're about to get their first trans-testicle oh. female player. And everyone's going, this is terrible. And I think it's fantastic. What, what, what better way to show how ridiculous this competition than to get men running around in dresses? Yeah. 
right? <laughs> playing football with girls. I just, I, uh, in, in some way, in some ways, it's um, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, welcome to the consequences of your actions. I actually used that the other day on a post just to plug my site, you know, in a really, um, in a really subtle way. I don't know if you did you did you see my my post on welcome to the pleasure dome? I did. Yes, I did. I in fact that will be I stuck that in my queue to put on linkage over on my website in an upcoming week. So, yeah. So um, shall I read out? So no, go so for it. Was, yeah. This was this was taken off Facebook that I, I got it from Ace Ace of Spades HQ. Um, and it's got a, it's got a, it's a little Facebook grab by the look of it, or a little, I don't know, it might be 4chan. Uh, I'm not sure. 4chan. Anyway, I'm literally fucking shaking with anger right now. I got a message from my son's kindergarten teacher saying she wants me, my wife, and my son to go to transgender counselor or some shit at the school because she thinks my son is trans. She claims that my son was asked to, to drawn himself. <laughs> And one or two separate occasions, he drew himself wearing a purple and yellow dress. When I saw the picture, it was clear the picture was of him wearing a Lakers jersey, which he wears a lot at home. It even had the 24 on it, as in the number. When I told her that it was a jersey, she said we should still go and then fucking threaten me by saying that forcing a child to be the gender they are not is abuse that she would have to report. I consider myself a liberal, but fuck, I want off this crazy train. What the fuck is wrong with people? My son is fucking six. Um, apart from the fact that it sounds like it was written by a 14-year-old, um, and the, the grammar's about the same, I think this is the ultimate welcome to the consequences of your actions, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it absolutely is. Your son may be six, but your son's parents are people who shouldn't be reproducing. And the consequences of that... You sent your kid to public school. You're a fucking liberal. I'm sure you licked Hillary Clinton's ass. You hate Donald Trump because he's white. I mean, the, you, the, these people, I promise you, are everything. Hell, you let your son wear a sports jersey instead of normal clothes. Yeah, it's the consequences of your action. I, I freaking scream about this on an upcoming podcast because I've been banging out podcasts lately. But you've got these people, like just like them. They want this guy. He wants trannies, and he wants trannies, and he wants trannies who don't have genders, and men in dresses, and all. He wants all this other stuff because it will make him feel good. Oh, but he doesn't want his son to wear a dress and be a tranny. You know, he wants these other people to be trannies and be mentally ill and wear dresses because that will make him feel good because his fucking cosmos revolves around his feelings but oh i want my son to be normal so who's the bigot who's the anti-tranny here if that public school teacher with her four years of college and her teaching certificate tell you that your child is a tranny who the fuck are you to argue with her how dare you question a public school teacher? Do you, she is 24 years old, and she has a teaching certificate from a community college. You need to shut your mouth and let her raise your child, you fucking liberal piece of shit. And I hope this is not the curse-free curse, yeah, curse episode, because if it is, Well, you're in if trouble. it's the curse-free episode, we were in trouble in the first 10 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's kind of like, you know, he, if he was a baker... He'd be really happy for other bakers to be prosecuted for not baking cakes for gay marriages. Oh yeah, yeah, he but, would. But uh, but but if it came in his own door, he'd be he'd be really 
what what you mean this applies to me <laughs> right exactly exactly the law shouldn't apply to me. laws are for other people Laws are for other people. Yes, Consequences I... is for other people. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Your daughter bringing home a, a black rapping gangster is for other, other people. people. Right. My white daughter can't da- cannot date black. No, rappers. that no, won't no. happen here. That won't that won't happen here. But your daughter happen. should, because see, if you don't let yeah, your it, daughter, your daughter should be encouraged. Your yes. daughter should be encouraged. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're racist. You're a bigot. You are a bigot. Uh, and you're a bigot. You're a big old bigot. And it's the current year. Uh, it's the current year. It is, it hey, so are we, we're probably halfway through this. Shall we do sponsors? Oh, sure. Let's do it. Yeah, we're we're 36 minutes in. There we go. That's pretty. That's pretty halfway. That's halfish. Um. So I've got I've got the sponsor hit list here from uh, Aaron and. Um, I'm having trouble with it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you start. Oh, thanks. Should should we? Yeah, he. All right. Do you want me to start? <laughs> uh, we'll talk to Aaron about his sponsor list. I'm sure it works great All for right. him. All right. All right. All right. I'll I'll start. He's right. got a new sponsor, BusinessBuyerAdvantage.com. In order to get ahead and take advantage of tax laws and maximize your lifestyle, you need to be in business for yourself. It's faster, cheaper, easier, and less risky to buy an already successful business than it is to try to do a startup. Access tons of free information about how to buy or sell a business at businessbuyeradvantage.com. If you like what you see and want to go deeper by taking the Business Buyer Advantage online course, use the discount code CLARY to get a special price. That's C-L-A-R-E-Y, CLARY, to get a special price at businessbuyeradvantage.com. Fuck on. I think I'm going to try this with the lovely and adorable Jordan. I'm going to say, Jordan, I would like to go deeper. Could I use the discount code Clary to go deeper? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be my new pickup line. Let me know. Let me know how that goes for you. (laughs) Ah, when I when I wake up from my coma from having the shit slapped out of me, I will let you know. Yes. (laughs) Are you one of these guys who goes for a kiss at the very end of a date? No. Lean in, pucker up on the doorstep. <laughs> like, make it as awkward as you possibly can. Oh, and then she gives you the cheek. Yes, the, the cheek. cheek. Ooh. Or, the, or the double cheek, because you go again and she gives you the other one. Oh, oh, oh. All right, come on, sponsor list. Your turn. Oh, fuck the sponsor. All right, sponsor list. Praxy. What is Praxy? Is it, oh, Praxy. I know I, what Praxy is. Praxy. It's Praxy.com slash home slash user slash asshole consulting. Praxy. This is the phone app where you, let's say that you have an emergency asshole consulting request. This can't wait. You've, you've got some crisis, some dilemma, some problem. You've got to get hold of asshole consulting right now to help you solve your problem. You can contact Aaron via Praxy. It puts you through to his cell phone. You can talk to him directly. Yes, it costs you money because he's not a fucking nonprofit. 
Asshole Consulting does not care about the children and the environment and virtue signaling and all this other horseshit. Aaron will not wear a dress while he's talking to you or pretend to be a tranny. He is a capitalist pig. He's making a profit. You have to pay money for his advice. But if you need advice in a hurry, you can get Aaron through Praxy. That was good. It's not bad. I pulled that out of my ass. That's what she said. Kick out. Kick out. Uh, I don't know what safety dock is. What is safety dock? That's why I was wanted you to keep going. Exactly. See, I don't know some of these entrepreneurs. Some of the entrepreneurs. I don't know some of these sponsors because I I'm I'm binge listening to the Clary podcast right now, but it's episodes from about two years ago, so I haven't heard any of the recent wow. ones. Wow. Uh, well, we yeah. got safety dock. Safety dock. Entrepreneurs in cars. I don't know what these are. I don't either. Entrepreneurs uh, in cars. I do know what nose hair trimmers hit. are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's always going on about that, about mm -hmm. you know, and and I I discovered nose hair trimmers a long time ago. Uh, oh, so did I, I. It was one of the few things. It was one of the few things I carried with me around the world was my nose hair trimmer. Mm. Uh, it really was worth the bag space. It is. Um, so you can buy you can buy the nose hair trimmers through um, Cappy's Amazon affiliate program. Because yes. girls do uh, look at your nose hairs and your ear hairs. They really they do. do. And when you're 22 like Chad, you don't really have that problem. But when you get you know old like Cappy, the nose hairs start popping out all over the place. And you they, notice. Hair. Yeah. they notice. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like it's like guys notice um, hairs in a girl's butt crack. Yes. On the first date, Same preferably. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. If, if I don't see uh, your butt crack on the first date, there's not going to be a second date. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And if there's hairs in it, <laughs> if there's hairs in it, I'm out of here. I was, I was with this girl once. Oh, no, but I was with a girl this. once. I was, this, yeah. I was with a girl once, and she was, she was, she was from the eyebrows down. She was literally hairless. I mean, she had done everything, you know, oh. absolutely everything to the point. You know, it was absolutely noticeable. It was, it was everything was hairless. And for some reason, she she'd forgotten a butt butt crack. <laughs> so, <laughs> all I all I can, <laughs> I'm dying here. All I can say to you is all I can say to you is it really stood out. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh. Uh, okay. Aaron's done some books. He's written some books. He hasn't done some books. He's written some books. Mm -hmm. uh, Reconnaissance Man. I've read that. Excellent. It's really good. Yeah. If you're a young guy, if if I'd been, if I had read Reconnaissance Man, I probably wouldn't have written my book because it would have solved my problems. So I wouldn't have gone out and done it. Um, so you're you've left school and you don't know what you want to do with your life. Read Reconnaissance Man. It's about it's about checking out the world on your own terms, and it's an excellent book. Um, Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. I haven't read that one. Um, probably due to my skin pigmentation. That sounds racist. I don't know. Have, uh, no, it's racially aware. Have you read that one? I have not read that one. Well, you're racist. Well, yeah, but we knew that. Oh, okay. Bachelor Pad Economics. Have you read that one? Oh, absolutely. I hey, it's right here. I have it right here on the bookshelf. I've never. I've never. Tree I've never version. Read I've never read Bachelor Paddock. Oh, it's fantastic. Like... It is, once again, is one of the three books that I recommend every 
person who is a man. I know that was politically incorrect to say that, but they should read. It is 498 pages of brilliance. Absolute wow. brilliance. Pages. Yeah. No, 498. Don't exaggerate. Sorry. I mean, Clary couldn't Sorry. get out those last two pages. He was busy looking for some fucking soap. I don't know. True. Irish Spring. Irish Spring. Uh, Worthless? Have you read that one? I have not read Worthless. Okay. I have attempted to get college students to read Worthless. None of them will do it. No, no. It's like like people just don't want to know that what they're about to do is bad. No, of course not. Of course not. It's weird that. It's a real psychological thing, isn't it? It is. Um, Enjoy the the decline. Have you read that one? Oh, absolutely. Love it. Yeah, well, give us some more detail about why you love it. Come on. Come well, on. it's all—it's all about accepting. We're supposed to be selling stuff. Here. See, yeah, oh, sell stuff, right? Well, but see, it—it's it, all about. There's all of these people out there who want to save Western civilization and think, oh my God, if I just vote more and if I just do more, I can. No, 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 no. You have to accept that the United States is in decline. Western civilization is in decline, and. You can just enjoy this, and it's all about how to let go of the obsession with saving Western civilization and live your one finite life for you. And if you go to Amazon.com and you read some of the reviews, you'll see people writing the reviews about how Aaron Clary says you should kill yourself, which is, you know, again, (laughs) this out-of-proportion thing. Okay, the book, the Dead Tree version of this book is 204 pages long. I have it right here in my hands as we speak. And you would think from some of the reviews that Aaron Clary wrote 204 pages about killing yourself. He didn't. It's like two paragraphs in the entire fucking book. So everybody relax. It's not a book about killing yourself because everything is so terrible. It's a book about accepting that you're not going to save Western civilization so you should be happy while you're here. It's all that's going on here. But, it's fantastic. But he does say to kill yourself in two paragraphs. He does say that, right? Hey, man, he's got... Oh, look, okay. look, right here. And the husband's responsibilities. Number one, choose a good wife. This is practical advice, guys. Number two, be the most interesting man in the world. Number three, stay in physical shape. Number four... Keep your is, nose um, clean. Trim your nose hairs, is, guys. It's it's a practical, in, useful book. Is Aaron in physical shape? Huh? Aaron Clary is in physical shape. Yeah. No. I mean, no. I, I've seen the guy. Yeah. He's he's not a yeah. fat slob. Yeah. No. He's he's a he, no. He's a great looking guy, man. Oh, good, good, good. All right, moving right along. Uh, Curse of the High IQ. I've read this one. I have too. Um, Woohoo! High five! Yes! Boom! Uh. Yes. Uh. Uh, very good book. Excellent book. Um, I wish I'd had this when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. If this is a book that you buy for the, the really smart nephew in your life. Right. <laughs> you, really want to, you really want to buy this book for the really smart nephew in your life because that'll, really, uh, that'll really help them out big time. It will. It'll, I think. it'll open been... their eyes, yeah. If I'd read, yeah, I, I, I wish I'd read most of Aaron's books when I was probably about 18. Right. No, I agree. There's so much, there's so much info out there now. I mean, 
young people, your generation, what else, what are they? Is it? Uh, just, just no excuses, man. It's you got so much info out there now between, right? All these writers coming out. It's just, it's brilliant. All right. Uh, oh, he's got my books here. Um, Run guts, pull cones. You can plug that one. Have you read that one? I'm gonna put you on the spot now. <laughs> have you read that one? Run. No, I have, have you, not. Uh... I have not yet. Oh. I have. Oh. Where is it? Where is it? Oh. Dude, it's right here. Run guts, pull cones. I am so far. Behind oh, you got it, reading. but you haven't read it. Yeah, no, I have it. <coughs> it's what is it? It's 272 pages of Adam Piggott writing about. I don't know. Probably, if it's Adam Piggott, I'm expecting to read about rafting, banging girls, and getting drunk. I don't know what's really in it, but if it doesn't have rafting, girl banging, and booze drinking, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. But this Piggott yeah, guy, he's a, he's a pretty manly motherfucker, I'm not going to lie. Thank you, thank you. Uh, and, and he trims his nose hairs. He does trim his um, nose hairs, so I've been told. Run Guts Paul Cones is about... Uh, it's about all that. It's about a rafting season in the Italian Alps, but it's 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 really explores uh, what it's like, why it's important for guys to work in a masculine job with a lot, which is a job with lots of other guys. Yes. Like if if you're gonna go work in the HR department, mm. that's not a masculine job. No. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a nurse, no. that's not a masculine job. No. If you're gonna join the Navy SEALs, that's not a masculine job anymore because it's all girls, isn't it? Now is that what yeah, uh, yeah. they're letting women? I, I think this. I, think. I don't know. I think the SEALs might be the last bastion. Right. Oh, it's the Marines. The no, Marines. No, the Marines definitely has anymore. women. Yes, the Marines yeah. have women. Yeah. The Rangers have women. Yeah. I think yeah, the yeah, SEALs yeah. might be the last place. That's where you want to go. That's where you want to go. That's where you want to go. Uh, pushing rubber downhill. Now, Aaron was very kind. He dropped me a review on uh, Amazon the other week oh. about this. Um, and it was actually, it's probably the best review I've had. And the best summation of the book. I'm going to read it. Do it. Because I'm going to take this moment too, because I can. You can. Uh, there are many things I liked about pushing rubber downhill. But what I like most about it is that unlike most books on masculinity or neo-masculinity, this is a documentary. Not a how-to or a book on theory. It is a historical account of a young man learning what we all take for granted on today's click and no internet. It shows you how a young, naive guy in the 90s forged himself into a man and then kept right on going. It not only benefits the reader with the wisdom garnered over roughly a decade of time, but shows you how hard it was previous to the internet where you, could, where you couldn't look this stuff up uh, and have a canon of work dedicated to the path of becoming a man. Self-questioning, self-doubt, and nobody there to verify or confirm you're doing the right thing. Like Jack Donovan's way of men, pushing rubber downhill is a must for every young man out there. So thanks, Aaron. And if you like the sound of that, go out and buy my book. And you can get on Amazon and Book Depository and rah, 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 rah. Yes. All right, let's finish this off. D.B. Cooper and Nixon's Guide to the Multiverse. Not sure what that one is. Books. The Glimmervale Chronicles by Michael Kingswood. You know what I'm going to do? I don't know that one either. That's up. a new one to I'm, me. I'm going to, yeah. Um, I'm going to open up Cappy's site. Mm, right here. on. Because um, he always has his stuff all linked up. Um, the Catholic Economic Subsidiarity. Subsidiary. Subsidiary. He didn't spell that right, did he? The Catholic no, Economic Subsidiary. Um, He's an economist, not I, an English major. 
Yeah, I don't know what this is. The I have no idea either. Subs- it's it sounds kind of kinky. I mean, I'm I'm looking it up. I'm going on to Duck Duck. <laughs> yes. Duck. I'm going on to Duck Duck Go. Duck Duck Go. Yes. And, mm. and I'm um, the Catholic. He did spell it right. Subsidiarity is an organizing principle that matters ought to be handled by the smallest, lowest. Uh, it's not coming up though. Oh no! Economics of Catholic. Subsidiarity by Mr. James A. DePrisco. Here we go. Well, wow, that's a sophisticated James A. DePrisco. Damn. This book starts with basic philosophical principles coupled with relevant papal encyclicals to arrive at a free market economics the Catholic Church has historically labelled subsidiarity. A must read for Catholics tired of the socialism and liberation theology heard preached from the pulpit and read about in Catholic media. Hmm. Yeah. So an attempt to save Catholicism, if I can say that word, an attempt to save Catholicism, I can't say that word, an attempt to save people who believe in God from left-wing statism. All right, that's valid. Yeah, that's very valid. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll, give it, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. He needs to work on his search engine and stuff, though, because he came out up like six or seventh down there. So, um, what else we got? The Average Married Dad's Guide to Health, Wealth, and a Sexy Marriage by Alex Peck. I don't know Alex Peck. I don't either. Sounds like a Average Married Dad's Guide to Health, Wealth, and a Sexy Marriage. Uh, I had some good advice actually on uh, on how to keep a marriage sexy. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, and it was advice from a woman to other women, mm-hmm. and it was left as a comment on my blog. And it was, ba- I'll sum it up. It was basically, uh, whenever your husband asks for sex, say yes. Yeah. Even if you don't feel like it. And I was like, uh, so I showed that to my wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kerry Lutz's viral po- podcasting. Go check out Kerry Lutz's viral podcasting. Glorious Carl has a book out. Um, Cappy here has just written Glorious Carl's book. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but um, Glorious Carl has a hat, or at least he had a hat. I think he sold the hats out. Yeah. Has he? That's right. I haven't seen the hats on. Yeah, um, I, I remember Cappy saying that Glorious Carl only had so many hats, and then there weren't going to be any more. But I could be wrong, because I'm way behind. Uh, so literally, he literally sold, sold out. As in, he sold out. He didn't, he didn't sell out to other no, people. No, no, no. He didn't, he didn't sell like, out to the man. Sellout. Sell out? No, yeah, yeah, exactly. He sold. My understanding is that Glorious Carl was selling out of the hats, and there would be no more hats. Right. Okay. Well, then, what I need to do is let's get on the old search engine here. Glorious Carl's book. Type in Glorious Carl's book and see what comes up. Um, I've got Glorious Carl. The first hit is Glorious Carl suffers a heart attack. He did have a heart attack. Yeah. But that's that's back in 2014. Um, I've got nothing for his book here. Oh, is it Seven Glorious Days? Hmm. Hang on a sec. No. His name's Carl, though. Carl Gibson, that, that's not it. We're going to need help from Cappy on this one. Yeah. We need some work on Glorious Carl's book. Um, tapwhiskey.com. Tapwhiskey. Is that I don't is that uh, is that Rolo's whiskey? Uh, I've got a tap 
and Rye taps three. You guys have got really, um, you guys have got really good whiskey in the United States. Do we? Um, and and I, I wish I could get hold of stuff like this. Mm. Um, I'm not so really whiskey. whiskey. Let's have a look. Yeah, I'm not really whiskey knowledgeable. Mm. Now I'll tell you who is. Are you? The GF. She is whiskey knowledgeable because we have this place here in the People's Republic of Fort Collins called the Whiskey, and it's this bar, and they have, I don't know, two, three hundred bottles of whiskey. The whiskey menu is pages and pages, and it's whiskey all the way from three dollars a shot to three hundred dollars a shot. And the GF a went happy, in there, and she's Van, like, "Oh, yeah!" And she went in there, and she knew what this stuff was. She is apparently very educated upon the subject of whiskey. I just know that wow. whiskey exists, and I will try anything. But I couldn't tell you a good whiskey from a shitty whiskey. I I have no idea. I have no knowledge on that. Well, this this tap three five seven whiskey. It's 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 a Canadian maple rye whiskey. Oh. So it's it's marriaging. Authentic Canadian rye and uh, a rich yet subtly sweet maple. They must get that maybe from the wood that they do the barrel. I don't know. Um, right, because you put three five. Yeah, you put the whiskey three, in five, the barrel. Seven year old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm assuming because I don't see how you're going to blend maple in any other way unless you you wouldn't stick maple syrup would it, would it would it be maple barrels yeah no i think no yeah no 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 it's really no no oh no uh, i think they've got like uh they've got a rye sherry as well okay yeah so mm. they're using like old sherry barrels for a rye sherry so it's the, it's it's the barrel i'm pretty sure it's okay the no i think it is too that makes sense <clears throat> yeah well i wish i could try some of that um, but living in living in the Netherlands in Holland, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be able to, unfortunately. Which is a bit of a bummer. Um, we got St. Kate's shooting and Brooklyn Center shooting. Is that like where you can go and shoot people with a gun that I don't own? That's what I would assume. And I don't know. Like if if St. Kate is hot, I would like to go shooting with her. But is it in Brooklyn? I don't know. St. Kate shooting slash Brooklyn center shooting. Um, the first, the first hit I got mm-hmm. was woman found fatally shot in Brooklyn Center Hotel. Six arrested. I'm gonna guess that's not guess. the the sponsor. Ah, I, I don't think that's I don't think that's the sponsor. No, I don't think so all. either. Nah, let me just do a search for St. St. Kate's shooting. Um, St. Kate's security officer admits to shooting self lying to police. <laughs> and that was only, that's only like 10 days ago. Mm. Um, I don't know what this one is, Cappy. Sorry, more information <laughs> needed. All right. <laughs> moving. <laughs> keep her moving. Keep her moving. Um, keep her moving. Arsehole Consulting. We've already spoken about that because we're going to get Cappy... To help out Chad. Yes. Yeah? Yes, that's his punishment. Yeah. Uh, we've got a website here to plug, which is uh, www.jacobsadultplayground.com. <laughs> Book, books slash everything for Vegas nightlife. Um, and I've, it's, a, it's a club, I'm pretty sure. Mm. It's a nightclub. I've got reserve a bottle table or reserve a strip club limo. Ooh. Ooh, that's, whoa. 
Now, I've never been to Vegas. I've never been to Vegas. Um, haven't you? No, everyone tells me I should go. Cappy wow, says man, I need I... to go. My friend Rachel says I need to go. I think you got to go to Vegas. I'm like, yeah, all right. You got a friend called Rachel. Mm-hmm. Well, she that's hot? her code name. No, she's not hot. She's uh, she okay. she. I, there's no sexual attraction whatsoever. Right, right. right. So why, why why are you friends with them? Because <laughs> I got to be friends with somebody. Well, girl, guys and girls can't be friends. I know. I've heard your that's spiel a, on this, but and I generally that's, agree. That's, she's like the one exception. She's oh, like, but you're special. You're like yeah, the guy no. who doesn't want his kid to be a transgender kid, huh? You think the rules don't apply to you. Right. <laughs> oh, everybody gets well. one exception. Right. <laughs> uh, so that liberal is his, tra- his kid doesn't have to be transgender when he, earth- when he wears a Lakers jersey. You get to have an ugly, an ugly friend as a girl. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yes. Did you use a code name because you knew I was going to ask her if she was hot or not? If you, I was going to ask you if she was hot or not and you'd have to say no? Is that why you use the code no, name? No, I use a code name all the time because no, I use the code oh. name because she is because she's not a liberal Democrat, but she works for people who are. And if people found out she was not a liberal Democrat, she would seriously be in danger of losing her job. Because liberals Isn't are that, so I mean, I really obsessed with tolerance and diversity. Association. Oh no, 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 not anymore. Association was such a big thing about the founding of the United States. Well, that uh, was, but that was two hundred fifty years ago when those evil, racist, sexist white men were here. See, one, yeah, see, not anymore. No, no, no. Political association is no longer a thing here. Freedom of political association—that's not a thing anymore. We don't have that. Right. So about about me, we're getting back to uh, this guy in Vegas, Jacob's yes. Adult Playground. My name is Jacob Orth, and I'm a VIP host at Hustler Gentlemen's Club in Whoa. in Las Vegas. I began working in night. What does that mean? What does what mean working? I have no idea. A VIP host. Does that mean like uh, you book in with him, and you want to get on my personal guest list? And yeah, I, I would because assume... like bottle service. If you want to reserve a bottle service table, like a bottle service table, it's like a thousand bucks for a bottle of vodka or something, isn't it? Not at my house. Eight hundred dollars or something right. like that. <laughs> I mean, I could have a liquor store. I just, I'd get a bottle of vodka for less than that. Has he got? Has he got? Has he got prices here? Uh, oh, Pale Moon won't let me click on that one. Hmm. Day club bottle tables. Uh, reserve a bottle table. Hang on, let me see if I. Oh, I'm not getting. Oh, I can't get any prices here. Oh, he's got. He's got a. He's got a. Um, he's got a thing here. Hangover prevention and recovery. That's always good. Really. My well, my 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 way to do a hangover recovery is to do a podcast with you. Oh, well, that's a good way. Yeah. You know. All what, right. So look, if you. Yeah. Okay. Go on. No. Speaking of hangover recovery, there's all the there's mm. all this shit out there. I can tell you guys for a fact personal experience there is actually a way to recover quickly from a hangover it's called an IV when I was in the military we would go out we would get drunker than shit and come back and pass out. wake up in the morning we go to the medic and say dude give me an IV and they drop a thousand milliliters of saline into your bloodstream boom good as new the other one you can do is a hundred percent oxygen really 
I see. I've never done that. Oh, have you done that? Oh, oh, a hundred percent oxygen. Really? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is 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 a total hangover cure. Instant hangover right. cure. Well, see, these, these yeah. are these are test driven. Just don't smoke a cigarette while you're doing it. Good call. Now yeah. you can smoke a cigarette while getting an IV. I've done that. In fact, I've been getting the IV to recover from my hangover while smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer. And it still works. I promise, again, I can vouch for this. Real life experience did not read this on the internet. <laughs> hey, I, I write stuff on the internet. What do you well, so do I, I'm just saying. Conservative brew. So conservative brew is not beer, unfortunately. It's mm. coffee, but that's the second best thing. Okay, it is. Like at, it's at 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm reaching for a coffee. I'm not reaching for a beer. The beer is after the coffee. Yes. So conser conservative brew is coffee done right, apparently. Um, and <laughs> you can join... Look, you can join them for a cup of conservative brew where your political views are shared and our topics are roasted with conservative wisdom and humor. So maybe your friend Rachel could get a job there. Mm, maybe so. Mm. And I got a quote from uh, Theodore Roosevelt: "To anger a conservative, lie to them; to anger a liberal, tell them the truth." <laughs> oh, that's oh, damn. Yeah, damn. that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Can't disagree that with that. If, if you want to advertise on the Clary podcast and get two no hopers like me and the great one <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to to sprout off. To, to sprout off your uh, your products in to, a, uh, to in a mangle, manner. To mangle your to services mangle. and products. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Cappy's podcast gets 3,000 listeners a week. That's 3,000 people who could be listening to your stuff. So yeah. Of course, uh, you know, one of them is me, online. so let's call it 2,999. Now, one of them's me, so let's call them 2,998. Uh, all right, moving right along. Chad, Chad Elkins. Hang on, Chad. Could this be the? Could this be our Chad? Whoa. I mean, it could be. How many Chads are out there? I, there's probably only it's like lot, two or three. It's not a common name. No, it's a very common name. Have you ever had a pres president called Chad? Not yet, but we probably will one day. Either Chad or Biff. I'm president. Or Muhammad. Or Muhammad. <laughs> Well, we already had one named Hussein. Or, um, or uh, Shazza. Uh, or Tri Trixie. 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 Trixie, the, stri the stripping president. <laughs> wait, wait. What's this tranny volleyball player's name? That might be the next step oh, running for president. Hey, I've never seen that. You know how on Facebook they've got, you know, what beer are you drinking now? What month of it? That's your stripper name. Mm -hmm. I've never seen the, the, the corresponding thing for what's your tranny name. What's your tranny name? No. What would you, what would you get? What, uh, what's your favorite color? Right. And what's your dog's name? What's your dog's name? That could probably be it. <laughs> anyway, while you're looking that up, Chad Elkins, um, academic composition... Uh, uh, I think they're hiring, aren't they? Wasn't that on Cappy's site? No, wait, how'd you jump from uh, Chad to academic? Because that's that's what, this is Chad Elkins. He's got, a, this is one of his sponsors. Oh, all right, you're just cruising along. You didn't mention that Chad Elkins is an accountant. You just said Chad Elkins, right. and then you ro roll, rolled right. on. 
All right, sorry. Let's cover. Well, you can you you do Chad Elkins. You you know more than me. I'm you not going to do Chad Elkins. I'm into girls. You do Chad. I wanted you to do Chad. You, Chad has a hairy butthole. I am not doing Chad. Chad Elkins. He's an accountant. If you need your books done, if you need your taxes done, see this is the perfect time. What month is it? I don't even know. It's September. I can tell that because I have a calendar over here with a picture of a hot girl on it. It's September. This is the perfect time to contact Chad Elkins about getting your taxes done as opposed to waiting till the last fucking moment and being, oh, Chad, can you help me with my taxes? I know they're due in 24 hours. And no, no, he doesn't want that shit. Chad Elkins, he will help you with your taxes. He is an accountant. He will straighten your shit out. He'll kick you in the butt. He'll make sure you pay the fewest taxes you have to. He'll keep you on the straight and narrow. But you don't wait to the last minute. Chad Elkins, last I heard, he does not have a website because he's busy working and doesn't make a website, but he does have a Facebook. I don't Google him. Go to Cappy's site, captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. Whatever the fuck it takes. If you need help with your accounting, with your taxes, Chad Elkins, he is the accountant to the manosphere. All right, and we've got the Jim Fear podcast. Have you ever listened to the Jim Fear podcast? I have not. Um, I'm on the site now. Mm-hmm. He's up to uh, episode 67, so that's mm. good. I that tell you good. what, he's got some long podcasts. This is one is two hours and 56 minutes. That's that's a long time, and he's talking about the comic industry insanity. Hmm. Um, and he's got oh, there's some long podcasts. Long, lots of geek stuff here. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's a they're comic books and taking the piss out of. Um, um, much other stuff as well. This is a new one, I think, for Aaron. I haven't seen this one prop up. I'll have to give a listen to yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check this right, out too. Jim, I, I, Jim, I'm gonna give a listen to your podcast. Yeah, because I remember. I think I Jim. remember Aaron talking about Jim Fear was doing like if you wanted audio audio work you could contact jim to read your stuff and stuff like that but i didn't know jim had a podcast so yeah i'm gonna check that ah, out too. so that's 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 undertow audio oh okay yes it, he's got his narrations here oh so jim fear so, and undertow. undertow audio are the same thing yes okay so. got it got it all right well, i mean yeah i could be i could be wrong okay you could be could but be yeah yeah i mean hillary clinton right, could be president but she's not <laughs> No, she's not. She no, she's not. That's a can't. It's not a, it's not, it's not a conditional. It's a, it's, it's a proper can't. All right. Uh, will not be, I think, is what we need to look for there. Um, all right. That's all the, that's all the shout-outs. I think. We'll do it to shout-out to you. Do, you. do you sponsor, Aaron? No, no. I'm just on the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, which is What's listed. Right, oh, it's right here, man. The League of Extraordinary Podcasters, when you grow tired, so say, for example, after you listen to this episode of the Clary Podcast, and then you come back later and you download the next episode, and it's this guy named Aaron Clary, and he's just whining about how there's no Irish Spring at this place where he stayed for free and all this other shit. Say you don't want to listen to him. You want to listen to somebody who's intelligent, somebody who's funny, somebody who's entertaining. Well, you can go to the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, which includes 405 Media, Obsidian Radio. Hey, I've been listening to Obsidian Radio. It's pretty fucking good. FSN, which I do not know what FSN is. Canto Talk. There's Blow Me Up Tom, Tom Likas, the patron saint of the whole thing. I have listened to some Tom Likas. If you've not listened to two Tom Likas, it is worth your time. You can find some Tom Likas excerpts on YouTube. That's where I found it. 
The guy is brilliant. I'm going to do a podcast about him with the yada, yada, yada. There is Cynical Libertarian Society. That's me, the obnoxious uh, hatred, rage, bad language. You don't want to listen to me because I'm a terrible, terrible person. I hate trannies. Basically, I hate everybody. It's Trannies are not special. I hate everyone. V Speaks, which is, says here it's new. I do not know what V Speaks is. There's Mitch Berg. I also do not know who Mitch Berg is. So anyway, there's a bunch of podcasts out there you can listen to. And of course, he did not I'm, mention Pushing Rubber Downhill podcast from our friend Adam Piggott, formerly of I Australia. The, am I on the League of Extraordinary Podcasts? No, you're not on the list here, but I just added you. Because I, I think wow. he forgot about how you. Do I, how do I get on the list? I don't know, man. You used to be on the list. I've heard him mention you before. Maybe you're just, I don't know. Oh, okay. I went, yeah. you know, but I'm on the list. Do you really want to be on a list with me? I'm not a joiner. Exactly. And I mean, I, I personally would not be on any list that would put me on a list. No, 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 no. I mean, that's my problem with dating. Um, I wouldn't date a woman that would date me. I mean, shit, she has no standards. <laughs> no standards at all. None. Unless, uh, unless she's a brunette working in a bar. Exactly. Name, yeah. Mm. Anyhow. All right. Anyhow, move it. Keep her moving. Keep her moving. Um, keep her moving. You know where I got that from? There's this. Have you seen this guy who does the the Minitoba Minute? No, I, I have not. Is. But I, I saw he was in one of your linkages or somewhere on your yeah. site. And it's like the Manit Man, the Manit the Manitowoc Minute. The Manitowoc Minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's very good. All right, I'll, good. I will check I like him it. out. I'll have to take a look at it. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, so you were going to ask me. I was about about oh. me moving to Holland. Yes, I'm glad someone's keeping track of what the hell we're doing. How is Holland? Yeah. I mean, what? So tell us some stuff about Holland. I've never been to Holland, obviously, but it sounds interesting. Have, have you been to Have you been to Europe at all? No, I have not been to Europe at all. Do you Do you own a passport? I do own a passport. Okay. I do have so where, where I have, have permission been? from the government to travel around the country yeah. and the world, yes. Yeah. I, I'm a good yeah. slave. Yeah. I have my permission slip. Alright, so you've been to Mexico. No. Why would I go to Mexico? Ah so well. Uh look man, Holland is um um I don't know. My 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 wife, who is Dutch, mm -hmm. which is one of the reasons why I'm in Holland, uh, is wanting me to keep this on the down low. She doesn't want it to get out, but Holland is actually the best place in the world I've ever lived. Really? By far. And, well, I and was, hmm. uh, I, I've lived on four different continents um, and in a lot of different places. Mm -hmm. And Holland kicks ass. What they've got is they've got the perfect, perfect combination here of an orderly society that's well-structured, mm -hmm. where everything functions as intended and is a, it's clean and and and... And it just it just works, yeah. Okay. With with so much personal freedom and personal responsibility. Like you can ride you can ride motorbikes around here without a helmet. Beautiful. You get grandmas going past on their on their on their Vespa scooters, no helmet. It's 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 mind blowing. So it's and it's like I think it comes down to this whole because the Dutch invented liberalism. Back in the 17th century, that's or 16th century, that's where it originated. When it was actual liberalism. Yeah. When, yeah. when, lib when being the, a liberal meant freedom, not what being a liberal yeah. means today, right? Yeah, but 
But like, here's the thing. I, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do some articles on this, but I want to bounce some ideas off you now. Go for it. Like, Holland was the first country to legalize gay marriage. Yeah. Okay. And it was back in two two thousand and one. But they legalized gay marriage, and you know what happened? No. Nothing. Nothing. Mm. There was no. There was no. Um, we're gonna. We're gonna persecute bakers. We're gonna force. Oh. Force. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So the. So in the in the Dutch society, it's a liberal society, but they have a really, really high level of personal responsibility and of minding your own fucking business. Oh. God, I need. That's what I need in my life is other people minding their own fucking business. So what happens is liberalism works here because of the level of personal responsibility mm-hmm. that people have. And they're taught from a very young age. Like, like we, I've got my, uh, my sister's, my wife's, my wife's sister, my, 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 do- my sister-in-law. My God, I can't speak English anymore. She, um, she's, got, she's got three young daughters, I think, eight and six-year-old twins. And they're absolutely gorgeous, my nieces. They're just the loveliest little, little blonde drop-dead gorgeous little kids, absolutely stunning. And they get, these six-year-old kids, they get a, um, a clothing allowance and they have to go and choose out and buy their own clothes and manage it at six. And that's absolutely standard over here. Wow. They, the, the level of personal responsibility combined with liberalism means that liberalism works. So when gay marriage was brought mm-hmm. in over here in 2001, nothing happened. It wasn't, it wasn't a stepping stone for the cultural Marxists to keep going or anything. It was like, it was like oh, the gays want to marry. All right, we can marry them. They get, off you go. You can get married. We don't care. And, and no one cares. And the gays are like, oh, yeah. And hasn't affected. My next-door neighbor is a priest. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Protestant priest. And I asked hmm. him about it. He goes, oh, no, gays don't get married in churches. Why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> so... So it's like it's like liberalism met Anglo-Saxon cult- culture. Mm-hmm. So the U.S., Canada, Australia, England, you know, New Zealand, these places, and it, it became a disease because there's the liberalism right. without the personal responsibility. It's liberalism plus government will solve all your problems. Exactly. So it's 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 it just doesn't work at all. And I've been having conversations with Dutch people here because the first thing they, when Dutch, Dutch people meet me and they find out that I've just moved to Holland permanently from Australia, they lose their minds because they have this, this Australia is glorified in their mind about how wonderful it is. I think it's mostly to do with the weather because I've got to say, Dutch, Dutch there, there are two massive drawbacks in Holland. Massive drawback number one, the weather. It is, it is pretty terrible. And massive drawback number two, the cuisine. I don't know how Dutch cuisine can be so bad when they're so close to France hmm. and, and, and Spain and Italy and these places, but it is. It is really, really bad. Hmm. Um, but, but Dutch people, the first thing they, they, they meet me is like, why are you here? And, and then I start telling them about what happens, what's happening in Australia. And the, the, that's, you know, like you have it in America where, where a mother lets her 10-year-old kids go down to the park to play unsupervised yes. in school holidays and, and she's arrested and the kids are taken right. off by social welfare. Yeah. Right. I, t- I tell this story, to, but I get, we had the school holidays here. It was constant outside my, outside my house, five-year-old kids riding past on their bikes and they would go for kilometers, man, little hordes of them 
Just like when we were kids. Just like when I was a kid. Yeah, me and my friend, we Just got on our like bikes and we kid. went for days. We were like thousands of miles from home as far as we were concerned. Yeah. And we had yeah. no cell phones, only... nothing. No, no one knew phones. where we were. And none of us got and abducted the rule... or raped or was... molested. You know, Bill Clinton didn't well, come by and touch us. It, nothing. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did. But anyway, um, <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> yes. That explains a lot. Yeah, that's why he's um, a river guide, yes. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was, was, not anymore. <coughs> Excuse me. I've run out of beer and I'm talking too much. It's really driving me nuts. Um, well, go get another actually, beer. Could you hold this? Could you Could you just, like, talk for a minute or well, so? you while you get another beer? beer? Sure, I, I, I think I can... Yeah. I think I can talk. There's a few things I'm good at. You can ask any of the women. They'll tell you. But one of the <coughs> things I'm good at doing is talking. I'm pretty sure I can talk. All right. Keep a moving. Keep her moving. moving. Oh, my God. I have nothing to say. All right. What do I have to say? <sighs> things are relative. So Adam said, when he gets back, we'll ask him about this. He said the weather in Holland is not good. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean it's too sunny? Does it mean it's too cloudy, too rainy? Because I don't know. It depends on what you're talking about. So we're going to find out about the weather. We're also going to find out, do they have Irish spring soap in Holland? Because apparently if you're Aaron Clary, this is a big fucking deal. Because if you're Aaron Clary, you can't turn around and look behind you and see the bars of soap that are sitting right there. Nor can you say, hey, great one, do you have an actual bar of soap? Because maybe the bar of soap was a little small or something. I don't know. I don't really track the bar of soap usage. There's a whole fucking drawer of soap right there in the bathroom. And if Clary would just say, hey, do you have a fucking bar of soap? I mean, the one thing, the only thing Clary bitched about the whole time he was here, I think Adam's back because I heard laughter, is the internet being too slow. And I thought, oh, great, he's going to kick my ass because the internet is too slow. Gee, sorry, not all of us have super high-speed internet. So anyhow, while you were gone and I was talking to Clary's audience, which will never tune in again after hearing the two of us, I was yeah. saying that we need you to elaborate on the weather because you said the weather is not all that great, but what exactly does that mean? And then the other big question, the one I wrote down that we were discussing earlier, is in Holland, just in case, just in case Aaron Clary ever rides his motorcycle over to Holland to visit you and sleep on your couch and mooch for free, do you have Irish spring soap in Holland? Oh, oh, oh! Hang on, let me have another. Let me have another glass. Another sip of my wine here, because I ran out of beer. Okay, there's a very serious questions. Um, serious I haven't thing? seen Irish. I haven't seen Irish Spring in the supermarket, but then again, I haven't been looking for it. Because why would you? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe maybe you're a train. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you're a trailer park. Like trash. I said. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, Irish Spring sounds like the type of product that. Kenny's parents off South Park would use. So, uh, as I said earlier, so I'm, I'm not, I, 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 I don't, I don't, look, Aaron, there's no Irish spring here in Holland. None, none at all. Um, the weather, the weather, I'm in the, I'm, I'm living in what's called the green belt of Holland. It's kind of, it's just south of Amsterdam. I'm about half an hour away from Amsterdam. And uh, we get a lot of fog and mist in the morning. It's just, I mean, it's just been summer here because it's Northern Hemisphere, so the same as you. Mm -hmm. 
and I think the hottest day, uh, but I, I didn't know this in Celsius. All right, hang on. Let me just get, let me get a table up here that I can, I'm just going to say it in Fahrenheit. No, so we do Fahrenheit. So that, yeah, I know, but I'm going to say it in Fahrenheit. Oh, you're converting from Celsius. Celsius to Fahrenheit. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the, the hottest day I had here was 82 um, in the whole summer. Oh, um, and I think I'd say that the average over the summer is probably around 65. Wows. Yeah. Um, and I think the summer lasted for about five minutes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that would, that would be a little it, problematic for me, at least. It rains. It rains a lot. Now, see, I, don't, I personally don't mind rain. Now, is it, I like rain. I love rain. Is it cold but rain it rains or warm rain? No, man, it's cold. It's, okay. m- it's miserable, biting cold. And with wind, because right. we're right next to the to the North Sea. And I've, mm-hmm. I've, I don't know if you saw it. I, I linked to it a couple of weeks ago, oh, but I have this fantastic, this fantastic program now that I got, uh, or, or website that shows you all the, the wind speeds around the world, on the, or like on a Google Earth sort of thing. Oh. I don't know. Have I ever shown? Have I shown you this? Uh, no, I, I've not seen Let me... this. All right. Well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you now. Okay, you can cool. check it out. But if you if if you look at that, and um, and for those of you listening, it's it's earth. net slash um, current wind isobaric. I think if you do a Google search for that. And uh, like at the moment, there's that hurricane that's off in the um, off the side of Florida, North Carolina there by the look of it, and you're just checking the wind speeds out on that is is really cool, uh, and it's all the winds are in different colours. But if you zoom into Holland, like the winds come off the North Sea and just smash right across Holland, um, and you really feel it. It is it is it is very windy. It's cold. It rains a lot. I'll tell you what, though. Yesterday we had a beautiful sunny day, probably about 80 degrees, a bit under. And when you get those days, you really appreciate them. Whereas in Australia, it's like, oh, it's 120 degrees. Meh. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> That's every day, yes. All right. Meh. It's 120 degrees again. Pass the salt, will you, dearie? Ah, it's 121 degrees. Eh. Eh. Hot, hot enough for you? <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, um, so look. To sum it up, liberalism tied with uh, personal responsibility means liberalism works, right? Um, which is why it originated in Holland in the first place, all those centuries ago. And all the original liberal liberalism philosophers were Dutch. So they're, they're ones responsible for this. Um, lots of blonde girls on bikes with knee-high socks. Oh, 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 oh. It's the knee-high socks that kill me. Apparently, I, they all play hockey. Oh God! Oh. I, I don't believe you. You're maybe gonna, you should. You're going to need to send pictures. Maybe, maybe, maybe you should think about instead of volleyball chicks, Dutch hockey chicks. Oh God! I have no problem with that. I will try typing that into Google. Dutch hockey chicks. Let's do oh, that. that sounds, I'll do that as well. All right, that sounds fantastic. Dutch, Dutch, Dutch hockey hot babes. This is what we do on Aaron when we're recording a. Uh, right. a uh, yeah. uh, these girls don't look like they play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! There we go. This is us on the national team. Look at her; she's gorgeous. 
And look at those knee-high. It's something about the knee-high socks. Oh, it is. Knee-high just... socks, dude. Oh, God. Ah. Damn. Knee-high socks. But I tell you what, the Dutch women um, are absolutely phenomenal. Um, they really are top class. I've, I've met so many, um, apart from the fact that they are stunningly beautiful on average, and they tend to hold together fairly well as they get older, Mm-hmm. Um, they they just they're just lovely girls. You can talk to them. There's no there's none of this there's none of this female attitude that you get with Australian or American women. Uh, and they're not they don't want to be your mother like Italian women do. Italian women are very very scary. Oh my, um, oh my god, this is fantastic. Right. Look up, look up, <laughs> Sophie. Pole camp, Dutch Olymp- Olympic field hockey player. Oh, I hang on. Let me. Oh my God! I didn't know orange uniforms could look that good. Here, let me. Let me. And none of, none of the people listening to this are like, "What are you guys?" Well, you could all be. You could all. Oh. You could all be looking at these girls. All right, I've just said. I've just said. Look, I've just sent you the hot <laughs> chick of the week that I've just found. She's a Dutch Dutch hockey player for the for the national team. Check that out. I've just sent you an email. Holy shit balls. Yeah. Dude, this is amazing. So, uh, Dutch, All right, I have yeah, I have a Dutch, new thing. Oh my new thing. God. Right? Volleyball chicks are gone and it's Dutch hockey hot babes. Oh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> and who says the Oh my god. No, the hot chick. That is it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's on the national she's on the national team, dude. Ooh. Thank God for yeah. the internet. Jeez. So look, I mean, look. All right, so let's let, let's go back to Chad and his question. <laughs> Chad, I think. Chad. Yeah. All right, so from May to July, look, in Holland, the weather's not great. But okay. But the, the weather's girls. not great. The food, the food is pretty terrible. The food is pretty terrible. Um, but the girls. The girls. Well. I just I just rock up into Amsterdam and 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 work out if there's some sort of traveling job. You you look if you're gonna do two months, you want a traveling job. You want to have an excuse to talk to the girls, right? Like some sort of like some like the Dutch version of whatever summer camp is. Like uh, teaching hockey. Are you a hockey player? Teach. Ah, oh, I'm a hockey coach. Are you a hockey player? Dude, if you can teach hockey, and if you can't teach hockey. Pretend. Learn. You've got a year. Learn. You've got nine months. <laughs> Holy shit. How hard how hard can it be? How right. hard can hockey be? I mean all these girls are doing it. How hard can it be? And they're beautiful. Oh. Good God. They are. This is amazing. Yeah. 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 So I just I mean I and I I get like just around the I constantly get girls just past my house and I'm living in like suburbia in this small little town of 50,000 people. It's just drop dead gorgeous girls everywhere. Oh my God. This... And they talk to you. I was, in, I, was, I was in the gym this morning and there was a stunner. She was at least an eight and, and just got chatting. 25 years old, perfectly lovely, having a nice talk. We, we, we were sharing the squat rack. A girl who uses a squat rack. Can oh, you believe it? That's fantastic. So there was a reason to talk. I wasn't like, you know, right. hitting on or anything. I wasn't doing that. But absolutely just, just, you could talk. And this, this is the thing. And this is something that my wife pointed out to me when we lived in Australia. 
when we went out in Australia to some sort of function or whatever it was, literally all the men would be on one side of the room talking to each other. Yes. And all the women would be on the other side of the room talking to each other. And if you're a man, you didn't walk over and, and just start talking to the women unless you're explicitly trying to pick up. But if you just wanted to chat to the women, this was a bad thing. Did the, did, does the same sort of division happen over in the, in, in the U.S.? I would say yes, quite often. I don't do a lot of going out to social functions because it's just not really my thing. But recalling from the yeah. past when I did, yeah, it's it's definitely the win the women congregate over there and the men congregate over there. And by God, you can't mix the two because I don't know, somebody might fornicate don't, or something. I don't know. Someone, whatever you do, Bob, don't don't cross the floor. Right, right. Don't cross, <laughs> don't cross the, the floor. Yeah. That's not the street. Well, over in over in Holland, it's if you go out to a function, it's all mixed up, and so I'll go out with my wife somewhere, and and I'll hardly see her for the whole night. Well, but I'll be talking to I'll be talking to women all night, and she'll be talking to men all night. But mm -hmm. it's just it's just the, the thing that's done. It's right. it just seems more more mature. If you understand what I'm saying, the, no, no, I do. The, the, the culture and the society just seems more mature. They're, they're able to handle it. You, they know that you're right. not going to start hitting on every of every woman. But the point is that if you were over here and wanting to hit on every woman, you could. It's a lot easier to talk to. It's a lot easier to talk to women in Holland. Yeah. And they're hot Dutch babes. They. Oof. So Chad. Chad. Look, maybe. <laughs> Maybe maybe we won't put it to the cappy. Maybe find out if you can, first of all, can you coach hockey? Right. <laughs> Second, why not? Uh, third, I don't think there's much ski skiing in Holland somehow. Um, and, you know, get yourself over to Amsterdam and, and, and get yourself up with some, you know, uh, temporary job like a bartender or something over, the, over those two months. Just like just to pay for your rent or whatever it is, just so you have an excuse to talk to girls. Exactly. You don't want to be on the wrong side of the bar, sitting at the bar. Look, oh, take no. the great ones. Take the great ones. Pathetic example. Yes. That he gave earlier with the with the eight HB brunette. Right. Take that as a pathetic example. He's on the wrong side wrong of the bar. Side of the you bar. want to be on the other side of the bar. Mm -hmm. You want to be on. You want to be on that side of the bar because you can not only pick up girls on the side of the bar with you, you can pick up customers as well. Yes. So if that's if that's what you want to do on your holiday, it's a working holiday. You need a working holiday. Right. So you, you can pick up some girls. You're going to be working on picking up girls and getting paid to this, do it. Uh, this, that's the best part. You're getting, a bartender. You're getting paid money to pick up girls. I was... A, bartending was my first... my first real job. And, uh, and let me tell you, it was... Uh, let me tell you something. Tell it was you. pretty. Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I, I think this is a momentous podcast, actually, considering that you might actually be changing from volleyball chicks to hockey chicks as we speak. <laughs> oh no! I, my my orientation is changing. I'm gender fluid. I no longer uh, identify as a as a cisgendered white man who's attracted to volleyball chicks. I now identify as a cisgendered white man who's attracted to Dutch hockey chicks. 
That's hockey. I've just invented another uh, another gender. So now there's seven thousand three hundred ninety-seven different genders instead of seven thousand three hundred ninety-six different genders. And that's and that's Dutch hockey chicks. Dutch hockey chicks. Yes, that is a new gender. <laughs> that's a new gender. That's a new gender. That's lovely. So look, uh, look, Holland's Holland's an absolute blast. Um, I'm I'm still in the process of nailing down a job. Um, I have a few irons in the fire. It's the, 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 the one, the one, the one killer of moving internationally on a, on a permanent basis and not just going in like on a working holiday for a couple of months is that you, you have no network. Right. So you, you, li you literally have to start again from zero. And, um, and so that's, that's just a bit of a drag, but we, we budgeted for that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so I've been here, I've been here about three months. Yeah, we've been at a few interviews, and I actually have one in the bag, and then there was some in internal political machinations that went against my favour, and uh, and it didn't work out. But that's that's the luck of the game. Right. And for all those people listening, if you're interviewing for jobs, it's not just about whether you're the best person that's for the job. It's 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 about which internal manager is going to get the most power over which person is going to be hired for that position. That is the number one deriding factor on any application anytime and so if you're like i can't believe i missed out just know yeah believe it believe it because there was stuff going behind the scenes right. manager a had 40 people under him and manager b had 38 and manager b wasn't happy that manager a was to get 41 and rah 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 rah, 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 rah. exactly oh yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not necessarily so, you. There's so much other shit going on. So much other shit. And that, that's why when you move internationally, you, you need to build up a network because it's really hard to get past that, that wall of what's going on. So at the moment, I'm exploring whether or not I want to work for someone or whether or not I want to start my own business. So we'll see. Because Dutch cuisine is so bad, I am considering opening my own bar here because I, I had my own bar in Italy. So, do some really good food. Maybe people, Aaron Clary's, everyone, everyone can come over and visit me. Yeah. Hey, if you need a bartender, maybe yeah. I'll just move over there. Or I can get Chad. Chad. There it is. Yeah. Chad could come work for you at the bar. Maybe yeah. that's how you yeah. could source yeah. your employees. Young men who want to travel after getting out of college or before going to college or whatever, they could come over, work for you. Get some guidance I and wisdom. To have, I prefer to have guys behind the bar for the simple fact that it attracts attracts the girls. Mm. Um, and if you get the girls as customers, yes. then you get the guys buying buying them drinks. Right. And that's how you make your money. Yeah, if you put exactly. a whole bunch of girls behind the bar, well, then you'll have... A guy can only drink so many drinks in a night. Right. Yeah? Yes. Because his alcohol consumption. Mm -hmm. So he might have the potential to purchase 50 drinks in his wallet. Right. But he doesn't have the potential to, to drink 50 drinks. Excellent point. But he does have the potential to buy 50 drinks for other... For girls yes. trying to get lucky. Yes. That's the secret to running a bar. You've got you to gotta make your bar girl-friendly so girls feel comfortable in there. And so guys will then come in and buy the girls lots of drinks. That's why when you go out to a nightclub in Vegas, they're letting the girls in but not the guys. 
Right. Oh, they need course. a certain amount of girls. You need a certain amount of girl level in there. The girls are not spending money in that bar. They are not spending money in that bar. Mm-mm. But you can't flood it with guys because the girls are going to get scared off. This is like fundamental bar 101. This sort right. Of shit. But anyway, so I am, I am, I am considering opening my own bar. We are checking out a few locations as 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 we speak. So stay tuned. Okay. Stay tuned for that one. Yeah, you can come over and visit me. Yeah. I'll have to bring yeah, my I'll, own I'll, Irish Spring, but uh, you will. But I'll make you a martini. You won't need to bring your own gin. Oh, fantastic! So you do have Plymouth gin over there. Good. Oh yes, I'm a I'm a huge Plymouth fan. I'm I'm really surprised that you're a Plymouth drinker, not because you're you're not a you're not a manly man doing manly things, but just because so few gin drinkers are Plymouth drinkers. But Plymouth is a, the, my two favorite gins: Plymouth and Boodles. Hmm, I don't know Boodles. Boodles is has got as much heritage as Plymouth has. Really, really good drink. Is it spelled like it yeah. sounds? B O D L E S. Okay, I'll check it out. Yeah, around here it's yeah. like I, I'll go to bars and ask them, "Do you have Plymouth Gin?" Nobody has it. No one knows what it is. They just look at you like you're stupid. I'm like, "How do you not know Plymouth?" So, how did Gin? you discover Plymouth Gin? <clears throat> I discovered it because. Ages ago, I got some book on booze that like went through the different types, and I knew I was a gin drinker, and it talked about all these different gins, and Plymouth was one that it mentioned, and I set forth on a quest, went to all the liquor stores, and I bought like these small bottles of something like 20 different gins, and sat yeah. there and tried them all, and determined, okay, Plymouth is the one I like the best. Yeah. Yeah, you have excellent taste. Plymouth is the gin that Travis McGee drank, and he's the the fictional character invented by John D. McDonald. Mm. And that's and that's my definition of a manly man. And he drank Plymouth gin. So uh, so you're in very good company there. Very good pedigree. All right. Excellent, ex- excellent gin makes a fantastic martini because yes, it does. It's not it's not it's not like like. Um, like uh, Hendrix or Bombay are terrible for martinis because they've got far too many botanicals in them. Yeah, I actually have a bottle of Hendrix, yeah. and yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do it like gin and tonic. It's okay, but you're right; it's not a good martini. No, great for. Uh, but oh, I tell you what's interesting. I mean, because Holland invented gin. You know that, don't you? The the Dutch invented gin. No, but I'll take your word for it. Well, because they they had the access to the the Dutch East Indies to all of the um, all the botanicals. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who originally had the spices, so they invented gin back in the 16th century, I think it was. Oh, okay. Um, so there's all of these. So there's a really good uh, really good liquor store near me. It's huge, mm-hmm. and uh, it specialises in Dutch gins. And I've been I've been sampling some of them, and and I've never there's like hundreds of gins in there that you've never heard of, and pretty good stuff you could you could i could run i could run gin tours oh yeah and here's the other thing the dutch do they make their own cigars whoa cigars and gin but they're very different from cuban cigars like the burn rate's a lot different it's i'm still trying to to fiddle my way around them cubans are still superior but Mm -hmm. they're so cheap it's uh you just want to like them It's like that girl called Trixie in high school right, who right. was always hanging out, was always hanging out in the cupboard in parties. What's she doing in there? You just want to like her. <laughs> She's so she cheap. can do good things for you. 
Yeah, she's so cheap. Uh, so I like my girls. <laughs> cheap, yes. Yeah, keep her moving. Uh, so, uh, so how long? How long are we into this? What are we? What are uh, we? Into? We're at an hour forty-three minutes. I think that's. I think. I think we've done. Look, we've spoken about a lot of topics. We've given Cappy a lot of shit. Uh, mm-hmm. We've given a lot of airtime to um, uh, his uh, his sponsors there, as it should be, and to we've Dutch got, hockey girls. A, Dutch hockey girls. We've got a potential um, asshole consulting request for Aaron if he wants to do a, 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 a you know a, an advertisement for our homie Chad. Right. So right. maybe we answered it for him. I'll, I'll look. I'll get Chad to listen to the podcast, and if he's if he's not happy with the Holland suggestion, then we'll we'll we'll, we'll handball that across to uh, to Cappy. Right uh, we've spoken about Irish Spring, mm-hmm. um, the trans testicles in um, in Dutch hockey um, <laughs> and volleyball, and we've and we've spoken about your um, inability to pick up bartenders. Yes. So I think I think I've I think we've covered it's it. Been a pretty, I think it's this has been a this has been a very good podcast. I hope that um, I hope that everyone else listening has enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed recording it with the great one. It's been a sincere pleasure. Thanks for um, having me along to help him with Cappy. That's um, that's uh, coming out at you live from Holland, live from Holland, not dead, not dead, not dead yet, not dead yet. All right. Yeah. And this is the great one. So, also signing off. I think we're out of here then. And thanks for listening to the Clary Podcast. Remember, you can find Adam Piggott over at pushingrubberdownhill.com. He's got his books. He's got his blog. He's got his podcast. You can find me, the great one himself, founder of the Cynical Libertarian Society, over at cynlibsoc.com. I've been podcasting for 12 years, and I'm not going to shut up and ever let you forget that. I was doing this when the rest of you were still peeing in your pants. Deal with it. And, all right, I think that's it. Unless Adam has anything else to say, we're out of here.